Hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brewer Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you are having an absolutely blessed day today, and I think more and more people are starting to really wake up and understand what happened the other day at the Capitol, and that a lot of it was staged now as we're starting to see numerous videos of the police actually opening up the gates at multiple different angles, letting people in. And again, as I said yesterday, though, if these guys were Antifa, if these guys were Patriots, if it was a mix of everything, which is kind of what it appears to be, as I said yesterday, um, there was no burning of the Capitol building. There was no any significant looting or anything that I saw. They weren't going around spraying graffiti and stealing photos and doing all types of shenanigans. There was very little property damage, if any, that I saw. I mean, the most you had was uh, trespassing, you know, criminal trespassing, and nobody was armed. And so what I said yesterday was, you know, the aspect of what we saw yesterday should get politicians' attention, that people are sick and tired of their BS, so to speak. And, you know, I'm so over hearing these far leftists turn around and literally condemn every single thing that happened as patriots and they're completely and totally domestic terrorists and all this stuff. And I'm like, does anybody not remember the last seven months in 2020 where we literally watched cities around the entire country burn to the ground because people were trying to promote social justice through the BLM and Antifa terrorist groups literally 100 days straight in Portland. I mean, we're just going to pretend that didn't happen and they didn't support that and call it peaceful protesting last year? Give me a break. The hypocrisy knows no bounds. But one thing that you know we talked about yesterday, and this is something that is definitely going to escalate, and with what happened yesterday, they're going to use that as a precipitating tool to demonize anybody that doesn't go along with the agenda. You know, Ruben and I were talking yesterday you know, he basically came up from Venezuela years ago and, uh, you know, legally did it, got everything set up. And he, you know, he was there when Venezuela started to, it was at its height and was at its fall. And he said one thing that they were very effective at doing over there is pretty much you either followed the party narrative they told you to to or you were pretty much ostracized. There was no, you were either following what they told you to do, following their narrative or you are bad, you are a terrorist, you know, whatever term they want to call it. And that's what they're using now. There was an article that came out with ABC News from the political director of ABC News, and he said, getting rid of Trump was the easy part. Cleansing the movement, he commands. Now, that's something else entirely. And what they go on to say again here is the same context of nationalism. Nationalism, nationalism, nationalism is now the term that's being thrown around again to demonize anybody that's pro-American, pro-Christian, pro-gun, pro-Constitution. Everybody's being lumped in the category now of a domestic terrorist nationalist, and the movement needs to be cleansed. This is a very dangerous thing to start promoting, considering the fact that we still do technically live in a republic. I guess you could say that. I mean, I guess, you know, if that's what we have with the theft of the election and everything. But when you start going in and saying that certain parties, certain ideas certain ideology, certain context of what people believe needs to be basically cleansed and purged from the country, 
that starts falling in the line of full-blown Russia-style communism, USSR, where you start going and you start purging anything and everything people say. There was something that was very disturbing to me yesterday. If you guys saw this, you've seen a lot of it now. It's the context of what happened with Big Trump, or not Big Trump, Big Tech, with Facebook coming in now and saying they're going to ban Donald Trump for the rest of the presidency. Twitter came out and said the same thing, and they reversed part of it. And what's interesting about this now, I don't, I told you guys, I haven't support Trump's ideas, his attitude. A lot of stuff he has done has been very irritant to me. But by sitting there and saying, okay, it's okay for Facebook to suspend still the current sitting president of the United States with no consequence, big tech has officially declared they have more communication power than the president of the United States. Nobody elected Facebook to do anything. Nobody gave Facebook permission to censor anything. But now they can control what the current president of the United States is allowed to say on social media by fully blocking him. Now, people go, well, Trump's unhinged and he's un out of control. I'm, I'm not even going to disagree with you on that. But for us now to sit back and say that it's okay for social media platforms to completely censor the sitting president of the United States, which means they will censor anybody that they want to now in the future if they're allowed to be given this level of autonomy. And so this is something that is disturbing to me, to say the least, with Zuckerberg coming out now yesterday and basically saying he's going to block Trump's Facebook and Instagram and everything now for the next two weeks or until the end of his presidency. I have a real serious issue with that, considering the precedent that they're setting now, and it saddens me how many people are actually in support of this level of full-blown censorship. If this is allowed to go on, my friends, this will be the end of any type of free speech online because from now on, they will shut any dissent down just like they did two days ago when they said we are basically purging all videos, all content, all photos, anything related to the Capitol building. Basically, people going in, we're blocking and banning all of it. You are not allowed to post it. If you do, we are basically going to ban you. And uh, guys, this is this is a very interesting time to be alive. What do you think, Dad? Uh, well, like I said, you know, months ago, if you're not energized right now about everything that's going on, remember I told you guys this was going to start in October, November, and just get more and more and more of a crescendo. They said that's what they, they that's what they do because it's basically how they're these weirdos have their star charts and what they do. And you think, well, that sounds odd. Well, yeah, I'm not going to go into it today, but it is odd how they do things. But they, they see everything by the numbers, and they see everything with astronomy and astrology and, you know, under the sign of Mars and under the sign of Scorpio and all the other things they cranked up in October, November. I'm not telling you I believe any of that stuff because I don't, but they do, and this is how they see it. Now, you know, these guys are saying that, you know, they've got the right now to basically take Trump out of office. Uh, Pelosi is threatening to impeach the Trump for sedition to end the horror show, and she's the horror show. Looking at her is like a nightmare. And she goes after Pence, left her and Schumer on hold for 25 minutes when they called to demand that he remove Trump with the 25th Amendment. Uh, you know, uh, here's the thing. Let's stop for one second and let's ask ourselves a question. How bad would it be if Trump was removed the last week in office with the 25th Amendment? Honestly. You know, is it going to get any worse than it was the other day? Probably not. 
And if he did get removed, you know, Pence could actually pardon him. In that way, he'd be pardoned, pardoned instead of trying to pardon himself. Because these guys aren't done with Trump. Because Trump's not done. Trump's a megalomaniac. Trump's not going to stop. Trump's going to continue to tweet and tweet and tweet and tweet and tweet and tweet. And, and he's not going to go away. He's not going to. He's 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 messed up in the head. He really is. No offense, guys. I mean, I I know a lot of you guys like him. I've been trying to warn you about him for the past three years. But you you, you got to realize. He's saying now that all of these people who rioted, the 36 people or so who went into the Capitol building, weren't very many. Uh, Trump's saying they all need to be brought to justice and they will all be prosecuted. The attorney in D.C. says he is looking into Trump's role in citing the mob, the 36 people, that's the mob now, that stormed the Capitol as the FBI releases pictures. Here we go. Facial recognition camera pictures of the suspects who entered the Capitol building who now face up to 10 years in prison each because of the President's Monuments Act targeting BLM. Remember, the President signed the law, executive order, that basically if you targeted monuments in D.C., you would basically go to prison for 10 years. Now, the FBI, who is unwilling to look at any type of you know, voter fraud and unwilling to look at Hunter's laptop and unwilling to look at Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton career criminals Podesta career, career criminals, and the list goes on and on and on. They are now looking at all of the pictures of all of the suspects who now face 10 years in prison. A total of 68 people were arrested near Capitol grounds between Wednesday afternoon and early Thursday, and four people, including two men and two women, died in this massive insurrection, three of them from medically related conditions, apparently. Ashley Babbitt, 35, U.S. Air Force veteran from San Diego, died in the chaos after being shot in the chest, some say in the neck by police officers and the other three victims died after suffering unspecified medical emergencies related to the breach now this whole thing has gotten beyond out of control now so now the u.s attorney says he's looking into basically arresting these people and the fbi now has pictures of them on facial recognition to basically have them all arrested and put into prison for 10 years this is just absolutely insanity that this is actually going on and we're actually covering this type of story. Uh, now it goes on to say that Trump's eight Republicans, eight GOP senators, or Trump's Republicans, eight GOP senators, and 139 House members, including Ted Cruz and Kevin McCarthy, are branded treasonous caucus and face calls for expulsion for objecting to the Biden victory after the Capitol riot. What this is telling you is that we have a president who's completely and totally out of touch with reality and has no idea what's going on whatsoever. Trump's aides are actually now saying that the president is included. He is completely and totally unreachable mentally. So now, is that true? Probably yes. Now, you say, well, why would you say that? Well, because when a megalomaniac like Trump doesn't get what they want, they have a tendency to pitch a little biatch fit, to be honest with you. And now he's come on the doggone show yesterday. He's already had 37 million views on his basically concession speech yesterday, saying that he'll have an orderly transfer of power on the 20th to Biden. Now, I've talked to several Q people, basically, who are really high up in the Q movement. I mean, these guys, if I gave you their names, you know exactly who they are. And I've maintained my relationship with him because one of them is really a, a pretty good friend. He's been by the house, and I've talked to him, and he really is convinced. I mean, absolutely and totally convinced that Donald Trump is 
going to stay in office. Now, I don't think that's going to happen. And I told him that yesterday. I really don't. Everything I've seen now is a man who's totally and completely unstable, being Donald Trump in the White House, and has been unstable for the past four years, has put in whoever they've told him to put in. Let me put it this Let me rephrase that. Whoever the Gabalist bankers told him to put into positions of power, he did. He never questioned any of it, including leaving Jeff Sessions in, including Barr, including all of the other disastrous people like Gottlieb in the FDA. And this list goes on hundreds deep. Now, the problem with this is, is these massive amounts of CFR people have all been put in through the bank, from the banking institutions, including all these Goldman Sachs people and J.P. Morgan people and all these other people that are basically running the United States internally in that shadow government that we've talked about so many times who aren't elected officials who are basically put into positions of power and in many cases can't be removed. Remember, Donald Trump is the same guy who did not get rid of Fauci who declared a state of emergency, not once, not twice, not three times, but four times in the United States with COVID, locked it down, put hundreds of thousands of businesses out of business, basically has basically almost destroyed the U.S. dollar with all of these crazy spending things that he's done along with all the other presidents before him. And he's not doing what he said he was going to do. Now, it was interesting because I spoke to a man yesterday who goes by being a prophet. And I'm not going to mention any names because if he's wrong or right, I'm not going to go into detail with this. But he said something very interesting to me yesterday. and He sent me the, the actual written transcript, and I'm reading you that now, of what he had written about. The Spirit of God says, another betrayal from the President's Spiritual Advisory Board has taken place. Jezebel whispers, it's complete, we have the king's ear. I control who speaks to the king. No true prophet of the living God will ever reach him. Only my soothsayers will speak. The betrayer sits at the king's table. Now, what does that mean? And I talked to him about this at length yesterday. He really believes that one of the people, one of the female members of the spiritual advisory board in D.C. has basically become a witch. I'm not going to mention any names. And she is a witch, he says. Basically a Kabbalist witch. And she is basically the soothsayer and has basically put some type of spell on Trump and will not let him hear from his true advisors. Now, I told him this, and I'm going to say it very succinctly. I'm not sure if it's on the spiritual advisory board that we're thinking of, but rather is it Ivanka? Because she's also on his, quote, spiritual advisory board as a Shabbat member who's basically a Kabbalist. And she does whatever she wants to do with the president because he's extremely loyal to her and that blithering idiot moron, Jared Kushner, that she's married to. So I told my friend, I said, look, I think you got this right, but I don't think it's going to be on the spiritual advisory board, though it could be, but it could be also on the spiritual advisory board of Ivanka being a Kabbalist witch and basically running the president and having him under some type of I don't know if a better word spell. I don't know. But all I know is this. He's not done what he said he was going to do pretty much in anything that he said he was going to do. Now, we've pretended like he has. Now, multiple prophets have come out now since yesterday, the last few days, and have denounced Trump even though they were supporting him. And they've apologized to their followers and saying, obviously, we were wrong. Now, I'm going to say something to those guys. And this is so important that everybody listens to me on this because I'm going to be very, very clear with this. 
if Donald Trump had been led by the Most High God, if Donald Trump was being led like he was supposed to have been led, there's a really high probability he could have done what he was supposed to do. Just newsflash for everybody. But because he's been misled by so many of the people around him, or because he's been bought off by the Rothschild banking cartel, or because they have so much trash against him, he was unwilling to do what he knew he needed to do as a nationalist. And so what he's become is very unstable. The Bible says that an Basically, a double-minded man is unstable in all that he does. Trump's extremely unstable at this point. And the fact that he's the commander-in-chief of the United States military at this point must be causing a lot of people all over the world, including in the United States, to be you know, pretty stressed out right now that this guy has control of the nuclear launch codes, supposedly, which at this point the military probably wouldn't follow him because of the way he's acting, and he is not the president-elect Biden is at this point, and he's on his way out. So we've got ourselves in a very unstable situation right now. Also, yesterday, uh, Carmen sent me a really good text, and I, I like Carmen. Carmen, by the way, she's brilliant. She's one of Jean's friends, and, and she said to, to me uh, yesterday, she goes, of course your friend in Switzerland is aghast. You know, unless he's a listener of yours, they're completely brainwashed by the media. It's even worse in Europe than it is in America. Most Europeans are completely brainwashed. Look to Europe, that's where we are headed. And she goes, and by the way, you're right. The blood of Jesus is all that matters. Guys, I'm going to tell you that again. Listen to my show that we did on December 25th for Christmas on the blood of Christ. You need to hear it. Then she goes on to say, Trump has betrayed everyone. I hope he never shows his face again. I'm done with him. I hope America is smart enough to be done with him, too. She goes, you are 100% right, 100%. I am 100% not playing this game anymore. I'm done. I'm not playing politics anymore. No more red, no more blue, no more fake, never-ending power struggle for me. While they're distracting us with red and blue politics, they get away with total usurpation and total control. Our political system is a grand illusion. As George Carlin said, it's a big club and you ain't in it. So I learned my lesson. I'm done. I'm out. I'm walking away. I don't consent. I'm playing a different game now. Hope all of America does the same. Now, I like Carmen. I really like what she said. That's why I quoted her directly on this. Guys, she's right. George Carlin said it. And, you know, I'm not recommending you listen to George Carlin because he was a foul mouth. But he was right on 100%. He said it's a big club and you ain't in it. This Kabbalist club that we have in the United States that is running our politics and running the show with Benjamin Netanyahu as the chief gesture, basically bringing in the Israeli spy who basically answered to Benjamin Netanyahu when he was in the United States back in the 90s before he went to prison, bringing in the Israeli spy for a hero's welcome into Israel. All he wants to do at this point is basically cut up Israel. I mean, cut up the United States and basically suck it dry. In fact, he even said that one time. He said basically, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing it, and this was attributed to him, that the United States is the golden calf, the fattened calf, and that Israel's going to cut it up into pieces and suck it dry until there's nothing left but a shell. Now, whether he said that or not, I don't know. You know, whether he would feel that way or not, I don't know. But all I know is this. Henry Kissinger and Benjamin Netanyahu... And all these guys are buddies, and they're all architects of this new world order. And we need to understand that. And we need to understand that the Kabbalist, Luciferian, bankers, Sabbatean, Frankist bankers who are running the show 
are wizards and warlocks and witches and sorcerers, as I covered the scripture in depth the other day. So we need to know who's in charge and what they're doing. And has Trump been put under a spell? I don't know. He drinks 12 to 15 diet sodas a day. The aspartame alone causes brain tumors, brain cancer, seizures, headaches, optic nerve degradation, memory lapses, all of this stuff. I don't know what's going on with Trump. All I know, and I mentioned this to you last week and again this week, and I mentioned it on Jeff Rentz's show last week, he is not the person we need to hook our car to. He is not a true nationalist, and if he ever was, he's lost his way, and he's become completely embroiled in Kabbalist politics. I'm going to post a picture of him today on the ST Brower Instagram account. And I, you, you've got to see this one, guys. You've got to see the photograph that we're going to post of him basically at some type of Kabbalist Jewish meeting wearing his little hat with all the rest of them wearing their little hats, acting and looking as if he's a fully converted Jew. Now, a lot of people have said, including several of the top alternative talk show host people who tell a lot of truth, that Trump has converted to Judaism. Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know. Do I think it's a possibility? Yes. Do I think that some of the people on his spiritual advisory council who claim to be Christians have converted to Judaism? Yes. I believe that's possible. Because one of the people on that spiritual advisory council, and I have been in that person's church, she's a female, multiple times, and it's always about the Jewish festivals out of the Old Testament and all of the Jewish rituals and the Jewish offerings and the first fruit offerings and the multiple fruit offerings and you have to tithe to me your first month's paycheck and you wouldn't believe the stuff I've seen the stuff that is absolutely nauseating to me all of this stuff coming out of the Old Testament out of Judaism not out of Christianity from one of the people who claims to be a Christian on his spiritual advisory team it's, it's ludicrous is what it is so we have found ourselves now in a situation where we are under judgment by the Most High God, this United States of America that we're under, because of what has happened with all of the abortions. In fact, I don't particularly care for Franklin Graham. But he called it out the other day that we have become a stench in the nostrils of the Most High. I believe that, because the Most High is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And he's the same one who called down judgment on Israel for sacrificing their children in the high places, because they wouldn't stop it. You know, my, my friend who's, who claims to be a prophet, he says, the Spirit of God says, the time has come to hold all enemies of the living God, creator of heaven and earth, accountable for their atrocities against mankind. Repentance will save your soul, but there will be no mercy in the justice that is here now. Now you think, wait a minute, what does that mean? Well, that means that we're in trouble. If this is a true prophetic statement, a true prophetic word, what does this mean? That means that God has had in German, the word is Gnuck, Gnuck of the United States of America, and he's lifted his protection from us. That the innocent, the lives, the millions, the tens of millions of children that have been sacrificed to Baal, the tens of thousands of children, five, six, seven, eight hundred thousand children who go missing every year from child trafficking, that we do nothing about, that continues to happen right now in the United States. Basically, these people, these souls, these children, their souls are crying out for judgment against what's happening in the United States. We've allowed ourselves to be taken over by a Kabbalist banking system using Babylonian money magic that following Sabbatain Zevi, 
who brought in the Rothschilds through Jacob Frank, who basically believe that the entire planet has to be converted to be unbelievably evil and everything inverted in order to resurrect their serpent god, this Einsoff out of this tree. Can't make this stuff up, guys. This is what they believe, and this is what they want. So here we are. So what do we do now? <laughs> we have to keep our eyes and our hearts fixed on Jesus. For he is the Lamb of God, and he is the Prince of Peace, and he is the Counselor and the Good Shepherd, and he is our Savior, for he is the Son of God. The Bible says, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread, and I believe that with all of my heart. I believe that God is going to continue to protect pockets of us in the United States. I really do believe that with all of my heart. I believe that you know we'll be under Psalm 91, under the shadow of the Almighty. If we pray and we continue to look to Jesus, the author, the finisher, the perfecter of our faith. And I also believe we need to be having in-home Bible studies. Now, I talked about this yesterday. I believe it's that time. And that we need to be having Bible studies. And if the mainstream corporate church refuses to do what they're supposed to do, completely and totally has capitulated to this new world order through Donald Trump. And by the way, by the way, guys, this whole thing with Donald Trump has done more with the Q movement to hamstring the, you know, the the church of the Most High God in the United States than anything I've ever seen. Yeah. The church itself has lost the ability to say, hey, you know, we're going to meet and they don't care. They're just now saying it's what it's done because of this 5013C stuff that we've talked about. It's turned into name it, claim it, blab it, grab it group that basically is in the White House who's running the doggone church and the evangelical associations around the country, and these guys have no relationship with the Most High God because the Jesus that most of these guys promote, Austin, is a Jesus spirit that is a New Age mess with no relationship to the living God. And that angers me so much because it didn't have to be this way. But because of this 5013C, because of their jets, because of their mansions, because of their lifestyle, I told you, good friend of mine, pastor, $100 million yacht, party this past weekend, Ended up seeing a bunch of scantily clad girls hanging on another guy wanting to know about church. And my pastor friend thought it was okay to be in a situation where he's got a bunch of high-end prostitutes walking all around him with hardly any clothes on. Guys, it's time for this garbage to stop. Ugh. Austin, what do you think? Oh, you're right. It's been very disturbing because everybody now has begun to use the COVID excuse to pretty much lay on their back and submit to what everybody tells them to do now. Just do it, do it, do it. They tell you what to do, you follow orders. It's, it's gotten nuts. Our church over in Winter Haven, Heartland, which was you know fairly good church. The kids, they have an incredibly good kids program over there. Um, take the kids over there every week. They love it. They got a bunch of friends over there. We just got notified two days ago that the kids program will now be canceled for the foreseeable future. That's it. Done. Because of covid and that now they will only have one church service on Sunday morning, and the doors will not open until 15 minutes before the church service, and that masks are strongly recommended before going in. Now, you guys already know my stance on all of that, and the fact is our bodies are building natural antibodies to viruses. This is why almost everybody, you notice, everybody that gets COVID doesn't get it again. Oh, imagine that. Imagine that. Imagine that. You get a sickness. You recover from it naturally. You take high-end supplements like vitamin C, vitamin D, and zinc. Your body recovers from it in a few days. And guess what? You got natural herd immunity to it. But see, that doesn't fit the narrative in the churches, whether or not they've done it intentionally 
or they've just submitted way too much to this new world propaganda. They're going along with it. There's an article that just came out from NBC, and this is a very, very disturbing article to me. And I'm going to read you just a couple parts of it because a lot of it I'm not even going to read off of because it's so negative. And what it is, I'll read. This is the title to it: Christian nationalism, COVID vaccine doubt threatens America's herd immunity. Think about what you said there. Christian nationalism's COVID vaccine doubt threatens America's herd immunity. It goes on to say America's have found all sorts of reasons to be suspicious of vaccines. One community that appears disproportionately opposed is Christian nationalist. Okay, so first off, it can't just be Christians. Remember what I just told you guys 20 minutes ago? Nationalist. Everything's, you're a nationalist now. You're a neo Nazi nationalist. You're a racist nationalist. Everything has nationalists. Why is that? I've said it before and I'm going to say it again, and Dad and I have both covered, but I'm going to reiterate this. They do not want anybody having national pride. They don't want to have the unity of blacks, whites, Hispanics, Asians, everybody coming together and say, you know what? This is America. We will not deal with this anymore. We are saying no. They don't have that. They want to constantly break one section off against another section. So what do they do now? Now we're Christian nationalists. And now what are they saying here? They're saying now that the study they've looked at is that Americans who strongly embrace Christian nationalism are much more likely to question the safety of vaccines and be misinformed about them, like believing that vaccines cause autism. If enough of these Christian nationalists resist a COVID-19 vaccine based on suspicion rooted in total misinformation, the results could be disastrous for achieving herd immunity and reducing the spread of the virus. Do you see what they're doing here now, guys? Let me paint this picture for you. The COVID isn't going to stop. At least the narrative of it is not going to stop. This is why the flu doesn't exist. The common cold doesn't exist. Pneumonia doesn't exist. Nothing exists anymore except COVID. Everything's COVID. Now what they're going to start saying is the reason why COVID's not stopping, even though the vaccine's out, and now we have a mutant strand of COVID that I truly believe has now been brought to this country by viral shedding because of this vaccine that they have pushed on everybody. Now they're going to say, listen, the main reason why COVID hasn't stopped is because of these pesky Christian nationalists. You guys got to tell them to get their shot. They got to get their shot and they got to shut up because if they don't get their shot, COVID's not going to stop and your way of life isn't going to go back to normal. That's exactly what they're saying here. They're saying here that basically Christian nationalists, which they describe here, and I quote, most often a Christian nationalist American is one where they're white, native-born, politically and religiously conservative Christian American are at the center of this culture. Now, I don't see what's wrong with being any of those. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess now you have to you have to apologize, apparently, for being white. I've seen that, too. That's one of the most racist things I've ever heard. If you flip that in any direction of any other race, that would be, I mean, that would be so intolerable. Nobody would even talk to you anymore if you said something like that, but... Here we are. And what's interesting, it ends with this. It says, this is a significant concern as Christian nationalist ideology will almost certainly serve as a barrier for a sizable minority of Americans who need the vaccine. Policy makers and healthcare professionals will need to attend to this hurdle as they plan and then execute any broad-scale vaccination strategy. 
Well, I will tell you guys right now at NBC, you butt clowns that basically decided to write this, I identify as a Christian nationalist, and I am not going to take a vaccine under any circumstances because, A, I'm not going to allow an RNA vaccine that has has had the shortest amount of testing of any vaccine in history, much less have aborted fetal tissue injected into me because you know why? Because I said no. That's it. I just said no. No other reason except I said no. I'm not going to do it. And as many people start waking up, people have to start saying no. It's embarrassing to see now Focus of the Family. You guys know there's a Christian ministry group. Focus of the Family has now fully succumbed to the full-blown cult of vaccination and the Covidian cult now. They're basically saying now that it's a godly next step for believers to show that they love their neighbor and that a safe and effective remedy for this pandemic is getting the vaccine. They put a full article out to two idiots who claim to be Christians. I kid you not. This is where they're telling now that everybody needs to get vaccinated because you love thy neighbor. And if you don't love your neighbor because you don't get vaccinated, you are basically a heathen and you cannot call yourself a Christian. I kid you not. That's what they're implying in this article. Some of the most blasphemous rhetoric I have ever heard out of a company that used they used to make some really, really good children's ministry stuff with focus on the family. And that now has gone completely by the wayside. When you start manipulating the word of God Almighty and you start distorting it to try to convince people and manipulate people into getting injected with something that has people dropping dead all over the world right now, that has people being hospitalized and definitely in some cases because of anaphylactic shock because of how toxic this vaccine is and you start telling people it's your reasoning but getting the vaccine is because you love your neighbor and if you don't love your neighbor you hate your neighbor and if you hate your neighbor you don't get the vaccine this is so blasphemy it blows my mind so again my friends all of you my Christian friends my health masters friends and family that's all this stand your ground on this. This is not going to stop. It is going to get much, much worse. You now have Kumo in New York now. Complete and total nightmare. Governor Kumo has now come in now and he has brought out the called use it or lose it vaccination distribution plan where hospitals will now be fined $100,000 if they do not use up all of their COVID vaccines in seven days. Any hospital provider that does not meet the government's quota can be disqualified from all future distribution and will be subject to more serious actions. End quote. This again, my friends, is medical tyranny. This is a soft form of medical martial law that they are slowly encroaching on the American populace. And if we don't make our voices heard and say, absolutely not, I will not consent to this. My body makes natural antibodies for a reason. God Almighty gave me an immune system for this very specific reason. And I am not going to submit to this unbelievably disgusting, toxic vaccine. Christians, my friends, it's time you stand up for this right now. you got NBC writing articles about us. Christian nationalists are the reason why COVID's spreading. you got Focus on the Family now doing full-blown propaganda blasphemy pieces. This is just a warm-up session. It's time you make your voice heard. It's not enough to just sit on the couch or go to church one time a week. It's time you start talking to people 
all over the community about the atrocity that's being committed on the American populace right now and the lies that have to be exposed, Dad. This is so important right now. Well, it's like I was at a tag agency the other day, and I basically broke into a full-blown mini-sermon there in the doggone tag agency. And the next time I went back to the tag agency, the girls behind the counter weren't wearing masks anymore. Because I told them, this is a night, this is stupid. None of it makes any sense. And, you know, and Governor DeSantis, he said now, he's come out and said, despite no lockdown, no mask mandate, Florida has the same hospitalization rate as the 2018 flu season. I mean, this is something that we need to realize, that, you know, we don't have any additional sicknesses here in the state of Florida. Now, a lot of people around the country are scared to death to be around a person from Florida now because, oh, my God, you're a COVID carrier. I mean, all, I mean, I had it happen to me in North Carolina last time I was up there. It's a guy who does some road work for me, some driveway repair. He basically came over wearing this nasty, dirty mask like he had sat on in his truck for three weeks and had fallen out of the truck, and he had stepped on it, and it, it was just filthy. And, you know, and he's got this mask on, and he goes, don't come near me. You're from Florida. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? you you got a filthy face diaper on. You're concerned about me? And he goes, what do you mean, face diaper? And I'm like, look what you're wearing, dude. I mean, you haven't even changed the mask out in months or weeks or whatever it's been. Oh, I don't have any more. And I'm like, dude, just chill out, man. Whatever. I mean, wouldn't get in the truck with me, wouldn't talk with me. I mean, wouldn't even, I mean, had him maintain his social distancing. And I'm like, myself, this guy is so brainwashed. But then we find out that despite no lockdown and no mask, the hospitalization rate is the same. You know, and this is what we need to understand, guys, is that, you know, you know, we've got people out there like Lindsey Graham, who so many people have accused of being a homosexual. Just thought I'd throw that in in passing. And he's saying all options are on the table for the 25th Amendment if something happens else with the president of the United States. Then he goes on to say, because he can't stop there, he says, those in charge of protecting the Capitol failed to allow the, and allowed the terrorists to take over. He's got to make sure he throws in that we're terrorists now. And, and and lest ABC News, which is basically run by the Rothschild banking cartel, which almost all of the chief people are Jewish, who basically work for ABC News as far as the political analysts, the ABC News political editor calls for a cleansing of the Trump movement. Cleansing. This is Rick Klein. He's, he's a Jewish fellow. The political director of the far-left ABC News is now openly calling for cleansing of Trump supporters. In a tweet published Thursday, one day after protesters stormed the U.S. Capitol. <laughs> I'm sorry. Nobody stormed the U.S. Capitol. They walked into the building when they opened the doors and opened the gate. <laughs> and an unarmed woman was shot and killed by the Capitol police officer. Klein appeared to deliberately wield Stalinistic, eliminationistic rhetoric as a means to increase tensions and divisions even more. So I, I did a little research on the boy, and, and there's a really good article. And I'm just going to be really politically incorrect right now. I'm just going to read you what it says. This is the Jewish News of Northern California. And this is a Jewish news newsletter. And it's not against Jews, it's pro-Jews information. And it says, and it starts off with a column that says, Celebrity Jews. And it says, basically, and it has a picture of Rick Klein. And it, says, and it says, this is the guy who wrote the article about how we have to be cleansed. It's rare when a prominent TV journalist casually divulges bits about his or hers Jewish background. But I guess Rick Klein, 37, the political director of ABC News, was in an expansive mood recently when he spoke to The Hill, a political news website. Klein, a Long Island native, 
Princeton graduate and father of two sons, dropped these Jewish nuggets. I will never forgive D.C. for its lack of dinners and diners and solid Jewish deli options. And I was big in the drama in high school, and I paid Tebby in Fiddler on the Roof under the stage name of Ricky Klein. Okay? So he's blatantly very proud that he's Jewish, but he doesn't want us to be proud that we're white Christian nationalists, apparently, because he's calling for a cleansing of the Trump movement. A cleansing. Like, you know, we're going to make sure we re-educate you in FEMA camps or we make it so politically horrible for you. Now, let me say something. This is important. In Germany, in 1933, the Frankfurt School left Gerth University and came and and went to Columbia University and infiltrated the major colleges in the United States with thousands of Russian Jewish folks that had been given credentials who were hardcore communists who had left Russia. In fact, actually millions of them had moved into the United States. And many of them then basically infiltrated our educational systems and started promoting anti-white rhetoric and anti-nationalism. Why'd they do that? Because in the 30s, the quote, Kabbalists could not understand why the Germans refused to accept communism. And they couldn't understand why they wouldn't fall on the knife of communism and allow Germany to be taken over by the same folks who took over Russia. And what they learned was it was the German German nationalism that stopped the basically acceptance of the Russian communism that was being pushed now into Germany in the 20s and the 30s. Just let you guys have a little heads up on history. And what ended up happening is they realized that if they were to ever bring communism into the United States, they had to undermine the fabric of our society with their Stalinistic, Leninistic teachings in the university systems. And they had to bring us women's liberation. They had to bring us basically and tell a woman she's got to work for the first 15 years when she gets out of college in her most fertile years so that she can basically pay for a two-household family and basically not be a mother and a wife to the children and to the husband, but she needs to have her own career. Now, a lot of you ladies, you're going to say to me, well, that sounds like that's a chauvinist. No, no, guys, listen to me. At one time in the United States, whether you like it or not, when we were a Christian nationalist nation, everybody had very specifically defined roles. The women raised the children. They maintained the house. They worked like crazy, by the way. Say, well, you don't work. No, women worked. My wife is a housekeeper. She's a house. She's a mother. She's my business partner. I love her with all of my heart, and she works all the time. You know, say, well, you don't work outside of the home. Okay, whatever. All of this stuff was put into us through programming. It was through programming of the Frankfurt School through the educational systems to destroy the nuclear family and to destroy nationalism. Now they've come right out and said, basically, if you're a white Christian nationalist, you're bad, and that you won't wear a mask, and you won't wear Ducoved. And we have people like this Klein fellow, basically, who is a hardcore, probably, I'm saying probably, Kabbalist Jew who wants to have control of the United States and get rid of white nationalism. Why? Because the white Protestant work ethic is what built the United States of America. It's what brought the railroads in. It's what brought all this different stuff into the United States and built the giant infrastructure we have today and basically created the United States of America. It was the white Christian that Washington said. 
who would rather die on his feet than serve and be a slave on his knees were the ones, the white Christian Protestant work ethic. Now, I'm going to say one other thing. There were a lot of black people who were involved in building of the United States with slavery. I'm not going to discount that because they were also involved in this. And there were a lot of Chinese who were brought over slave labor also in building of the railroads. I'm not going to discount the Chinese input in all of this. But the reality was it was the Protestant work ethic that built the United States of America, period. They say, well, that sounds awful. I can't believe you're saying that. That's horrible. That's politically incorrect. I don't care anymore. How about that? How about I don't care? I'm just telling you what did it. And so oh, here's the problem. They've got to get rid of that. They've got to erase that out of the history books, and they've got to make you think that it had nothing to do with white people. The white people were the suppressors and the slave owners, which, by the way, they don't manage to tell you that there are a lot of black people that also own slaves in the United States. Just thought I'd mention that. And there were also a lot of white people who were also slaves. They don't mention that either. And But they don't really mention any of the fact that it was the Kabbalists, you know, <laughs> out of England who ran the slave trade. Just thought I'd mention that to you guys real quick, too. All this weirdo stuff they're trying to promote now to change the narrative. Read the book, The Bad War, by Mike King, about what his version of World War II was. It's the exact same version of World War II that my mother taught me and my grandfather taught me, who were there in Germany. So, we have been basically, how should I say, we've been brainwashed into believing the lie. We have watched revisionist history take over. Now, it will be like this. The white nationalists have caused the downfall of the United States of America. They were brought together by Donald Trump, the white nationalist buffoon, who basically tricked the American people into believing that nationalism and the being white was okay. It's not. They marched on D.C. and they took over the Capitol building, and it was the beginning of the end of the United States because what they did was to destroy the very fabric of our society because 36 of them walked in through open doors. But they're not going to tell you that. That's the rhetoric you're going to get. That's the rhetoric you're going to get. And that's what they're going to say. And they're going to push it and push it and push it and push it to nauseam. Austin, what do you think? Well, that's, that's exactly what they're going to do. This whole thing's been one giant excuse. Like I said earlier, I said let's not discuss the fact of CNN calling it peaceful protesting for seven months while he burned down half the cities in the country. We're not going to look at any of that. If they wanted to go berserk at the Capitol building. I'm telling you right now. I mean, they wanted to absolutely go just stark raving nuts. And they took two or 3,000 hardcore militia extremists that were all armed with weapons, and they breached the Capitol building with C-4 breach charges. And they came in and they started shooting vast majority of the people that were representatives in there. That would have been an atrocity that knew no limits. That would have been horrific. That would have been absolutely horrible, and I hope nothing ever happens like that. But that's exactly how they're making it sound. They're, when when Schumer got up yesterday, that piece of crap that he is, it said basically this day will live in infamy. This is right up there with the Pearl Harbor attack. I can't even believe this happened right now. And I mean, just I mean, just went on and on. And I'm sitting there going, Are you joking me right now? You are spitting on the graves of over 2,400 American servicemen and women that died on Pearl Harbor by the Japanese attack that we allowed to happen. And you're saying that 
like you said, a few hundred, 40, 50, 60, 100 people walked into the Capitol building, burned nothing. 36. 36, shot nobody, destructed nothing that I saw. I mean, last time I checked, the Capitol building is a United States building that we pay for via taxpayer money. Let's just clarify that. Now, I'm not encouraging people to go do that. I'm not telling you that. I probably wouldn't have gone in if I would have been. I'll tell you that right now. I'm not saying it was the right thing to do. But what I'm saying is don't allow them to use this as rhetoric to make you feel like you are doing something wrong by standing your ground and standing up for American nationalism and constitutional rights. That's what they're trying to do right now. They're trying to make it so horrific that if anybody says anything, and either minor support or discounts what happened the other day over there, that you are basically a far-right neo-Nazi nationalist and you need to be purged from American society. No. Anybody that has that concept that they think you need to be purged for speaking your mind and having basically questions that you want to ask, they are the ones that need to be questioned. Just like I said before, what's in your vaccine? Just like they said in Australia. This is not going to stop. And now in the UK, remember I told you guys what a couple days ago that they're going full-blown totalitarian in England? Oh, yeah, they're doing it now. British Tops Morning Breakfast Show now, Good Morning with Kate Garway, started the segment off by asking, should people be rewarded for snitching on their neighbors who break lockdown rules? This is said something in the show. And then they went in to discuss the aspects of it. And even something more egregious than that, two women were interrogated, detained, and fined by police for going on a walk in a park five miles from where they lived. Despite it not being technically illegal under COVID laws, the pair was intercepted by officers after driving to Formock Reserve in Derbyshire after being told that the hot drinks they were carrying constituted a picnic. They said that they were driving and that exercising and driving somewhere to go exercise was not in the spirit of the lockdown. Alan, one of the girls, said it seemed like somebody had been murdered. She said all these officers arrived on the scene and detained us. Basically said that we came in separate cars. We even parked two spaces away. We brought our own drinks. And they said, nope, that classifies as a picnic. You guys are illegally assembling. And you're going to be fined 200 pounds apiece which is like $350, $400 each, because they drove to a park with coffee and went for a walk by themselves. Guys, are we are we really going to allow that to happen? Now, granted, this is the UK. We're, we're right on the verge of that right now in the United States, guys. I mean, heck, we're to the point now where we're letting people tell us if we don't get injected with an RNA vaccine that only had three months of testing, that we're having people drop dead and hospitalized all over the country with the vaccine, that the media is now completely blacklisted and will not discuss anything about the vaccine right now. If you don't get the vaccine, you don't love thy neighbor. We're right there on the cusp, guys. I mean, we're, we're right behind Europe. Europe's a couple years ahead of us in their complete and total takeover of this. So again, where is your line in the sand, and what is your resolve, and what is the distance you are willing to go to maintain your ability and your rights and your freedom and your convictions on what you hold, Dad? And that's what everybody needs to be asking. Yeah, that's true, Austin. I mean, we've got to ask ourselves what we're willing to do, where we're willing to go, and what we're willing to say. I mean, 
you know, Chuck Baldwin, who's been basically quiet now for a couple of months as far as any columns, uh, he basically came out with a column called The Babylon of Revelation 18. And he goes, in 2020, we learned that the establishment church is happy to render to Caesar the things that are God's. And she, he goes, this is, he says it's pretty direct. He goes, I'll say it straight out. The pastors and churches that refuse to resist the COVID lockdowns, closures, and restrictions of 2020 surrendered to the spirit of the Antichrist became part of the Babylonian beastly system of Revelation 18. It says, truly, the salt has lost its favor. And as Jesus told us, it is henceforth good for nothing. Matthew 5.13. What began as government-created taxes at religious organizations in 1954 turned into full-fledged government houses of spiritual prostitution in 2020. Street hookers, whores, are more honorable than these sheepish, sheepish, sniveling, spineless pastor, quote-unquote, saints. At least street whores and hookers are honest about what they do, and they don't try to hide their whorish behavior behind the facade of God. Now, that's pretty direct. And guys, we need to realize that, you know, and I've talked about this for years with you guys these pastors in the pulpit. And I'm not saying that they're all like this because I know some really good pastors in the pulpit who preach the truth every Sunday, who talk about the masks, who talk about the political stuff, who talk about the government, who talk about the vaccines, who talk about this stuff. I do. I know them. Okay? So they're not all like this. The vast majority of them, they won't touch this stuff with a 10-foot stick. They won't do it. They refuse to. They refuse to say anything about any of this because it's quote unquote not okay with their 5013C extent status in the Johnson Amendment that was brought upon us again by the Kabbalist bankers in order to basically force us. Remember, Johnson who pushed this is the same Johnson who was involved with the murder of John F. Kennedy, who was the same Johnson who took over when Kennedy was assassinated, who was the same Johnson who was an unbelievably filthy human being in his cabinet meetings. The same pervert. Guys, we need to understand that the churches have got to snap it tight and they've got to stop being like this. Otherwise, Chuck says they will cease to exist and he's absolutely right, which of course that is the goal, isn't it? The, the Kabbalist, Luciferian bankers who hate Christ and who hate Christianity and who hate white nationalist Christians who don't want to wear masks and who don't want to take COVID shots. So guys, remember this pray for one another. I prayed for you guys today. And always keep your heart and your mind and your outlook on Christ. For he is the author and he is the perfecter. And this is the day the Lord hath made. And we will rejoice and we will be glad in it. I love you guys. Austin, finish it up. Absolutely, guys. Thank you again for all the support. And thank you for getting this information out there. And I mean that sincerely right now. Continue to get the truth because there is so much lying going on right now. It's nauseating, to be honest. And there's so much censorship now, as I told you guys earlier, with Facebook and with Twitter, what they're doing intentionally. And it's not that there's not other options. Like, you know, you have Parler and all these other ones that people are starting to talk about now. It's the fact that no matter what, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and these platforms have become so big, the vast majority of people will still use them, even in conjunction. And the fact that big tech really truly believes they think they have the right to allow people to know and hear certain things that they deem. This is the 
horrible atrocities that we're in now. This is the beginning phases of full-blown dictatorship where they come in and say, you can't do that. I mean, look at China, guys. I mean, China's a complete nightmare over there. I mean, that's a full-blown communist regime. You go to the wrong website, immediate social credit score drops. You actually say certain things online. Heck, they'll come and take you to jail. They don't just ban you. They don't censor you. You go to jail. You don't pass go. You don't collect $200. You just disappear. That's, that's China. That's communist regime. And that's exactly what they're trying to implement here in the United States. But first, they have to dissolve the republic. We're in for a fight right now in the next couple months, especially now with the Senate and the House and the presidency and everything is full of a bunch of clowns. I mean, like real clowns, like complete and total communist clowns. So again... Thank you for the support, and thank you for getting the truth out there. If you need anything, be sure to give us a call, healthmasters.com. You know where to get a hold of us at. Be sure to vote for the product of the week that you want to see win. There's a lot of new ones that just came out, and, of course, the one that won is the Testo Plus. That is basically our very strong formula. It helps out with natural testosterone production, helps to increase strength, increase aggression, increase mental clarity. Really good product. I've got a lot of customers that love this product with a very, very aggressive formula in it. So be sure to check it out right now. Over 12% off on the website at healthmasters.com. Be sure to continue to speak to people, talk to people, stand up for your convictions and what you truly believe. I really appreciate all the support. You guys have a blessed, safe, awesome night. I think I'm supposed to be on Hagman tonight. I'll clarify in a little bit, but I should be on there. But again, you guys have an awesome weekend as well. Have a safe weekend, and we'll talk to you again on this show Monday as always.